Do 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 ba do 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 Good morning, everyone. This is Reading with Finus. I am Finus. I'm reading American Indian Myths and Legends. Follow me at Everything's Just Fine on Instagram to see illustrations of mine. Hey, hey, hey. Try to read every day. If not, I got you. I'll read for you. Uh, Yeah, I actually, you know what? Good, good idea for you to start reading or just to keep listening because was the cop summit just ended and it didn't go as well as we would hope the world meaning. I mean, that's all of us, everyone on the world, I think. Uh, we're already kind of screwed anyway, but we couldn't even come to terms of bringing uh, fossil fuels to a complete stop. So, you know, our, you know, mythology, things have an end. We We all have an ending, but now it has moved up and you know what that little fairy tale of maybe there isn't an ending maybe there's stuff uh, further i don't know this this summit got me really bummed out made me think that there is an ending um but you know we digress we'll just try to have the best time while we're here enjoying the heat and the water rising and the world shaking and all the other things but just try to stay safe and, and close to your loved ones and please if you uh, care about someone please let them know asap better now then later. Anyways, Corn Mother. Let's get this story started. That's what the story is called today um, from the American Indian Myths and Legends. I didn't say that in the beginning, but that's what we're reading today. Put my plate to the side. Let's do it. Corn Mother. Here's the excerpt, I think. Pinobascot. When the buffalo represented to the nomadic tribes of the plains, corn was to the planting people of the east and the southwest the all-nourishing sacred food, the subject of innumerable legends, and the central theme of many rituals derived from a wild grass called Teocental. Corn was planted in Mexico, Mexico's Teucan Valley. As early as 8,000 years ago, the oldest corn found north of the border was discovered in New Mexico's Bat Cave. It is about 5,500 years old. The Hapse say Mongi Mongama makes corn. Everything grows on his body. He is short, about the height of a boy. He has a female partner. Every summer he becomes heavy. His body is full of vegetables, watermelon, corn, squash. They grow in his body. When the hoppy plant, the inevitable asks him to make the crop flourish, then their things come up, whether vegetables or fruit. When he shaves his body, the seeds come out, and afterwards his body is thin. He is used to live, he used to live on this earth and go with the hoppy. When things grow, ripe, he he becomes thin and is unhappy. He stays in the West. Corn had equal significance for tribes in the East, as we see in this tale from a New England tribe. All right, here comes some butchering of names. Be ready. When Cole Shakarbi, the Allmaker, lived on Earth, 
there were no people yet. But one day, when the sun was high, a youth appeared and called him. Uncle, brother of my mother. This young man was born from the foam of the waves. Foam quickened by the wind and warmed by the sun. It was the motion of the wind, the moistness of water, and the sun's warmth which gave him life. Warmth above all, because warmth is life. And the young man lived with Koshakabi and became his chief helper. Now after these two powerful beings had created all manner of things, there came to them, as the sun was shining at high noon, a beautiful girl. She was born of the wonderful earth plant and of the dew and of warmth. Because a drop of dew fell on a leaf and was worn by the sun, and the warming is, sun is life. The girl came into being from the green living plant, from moisture and from warmth. I am love, said the maiden. I am a strength giver. I am the nourisher. I am the provider of men and animals. They all love me. Then Kalo Skayorbi thanked the great mystery above for having sent them the maiden. The youth, the great nephew, married her, and the girl convinced and thus became first mother. Conceived, I'm sorry, conceived. And Koshakurbi, the great uncle, who teaches humans all they need to know, taught their children how to live. Then he went away to dwell in the north, from which he will return sometime when he is needed. Now the people increased and became numerous. They lived by hunting, and the more people there were, the less game they found. They were hunting it out, and as the animals decreased, starvation came upon the people, and First Mother pitied, pitied them. The little children came to First Mother and said, We hungry! Feed us! But, but she had nothing to give them, and she wept. <laughs> she told them, be patient. I will make some food. Then you little bellies, then your little bellies will be full. <laughs> she kept weeping. Her husband asked, how can I make you smile? How can I make you happy? <laughs> there is only one thing that will stop my tears. What is it? Asked her husband. Is this? You must kill me! I could never do that. Being a little dramatic, honey. Dramatic? What? What did you just say? You must, you must, or I will go on weeping. <laughs> grieving forever. Then the husband traveled far to the end of the earth, to the north. He went to ask the great instructor, his uncle, Kalo Sakubi, what he should do. You must do what she wants. You must kill her, said Kalo Sakubi. Then the young man went back to his home, and it was his turn to weep. But, <laughs> my why love her. But first, mother said, Tomorrow, at high noon, you must do it. After you have killed me, let 
two of our sons take hold of my hair and drag my body over that empty patch of earth. Let them drag me back and forth, back and forth, over part, over every part of that patch until my flesh has been torn from my body. Afterwards, take, take my bones, gather them up, and bury, bury them in the, in the middle of this clearing. Then leave that place. She smiled and said, Wait seven moons, and then come back, and you will find my flesh there, flesh given out of love, and it will nourish and strengthen you forever. So it was done. The husband slew his wife and her sons, praying, dragging, dragged her body to and fro, as she had commanded until her flesh covered all the earth. Then they took up her bones and buried them to the middle of it. Weeping loudly, they went away. Oh, mama! Mama! Dragging you across the land. Something like that, I'm guessing. When the husband and his children and his children's children came back to the place after seven moons had passed, they found the earth covered with tall grass, tessled plants, the plants fruit corn was was first mother's flesh given so that the people might live and flourish and they partook of first mother's flesh and found it sweet beyond words following her instructions they did not eat all but put many kernels back into the earth in this way her flesh and spirit renewed themselves every seven months generation after generation and at the spot where they had burned first mother's bones, there were there grew another plant. Broad-leaved and fragrant, it was first mother's breath, and they heard her spirit talking. Burn this up and smoke. It's, it's sacred. It is sacred. It will clear your minds, help your prayers, and gladden your hearts. And first mother's husband called the first plant Sakamulan corn and the second plant Utamurwahi tobacco. Remember, remember, he told, remember, he told the people, and take good care of first mother's flesh because it is her goodness be, be, become substance. Take good care of her breath because it is her love turned into smoke. Remember her and think of her whenever you eat, whenever you smoke this sacred plant, because she has given her life so that you might live. Yet she is not dead. She is, she lives. In an undying love, she renews herself again and again. That is the end of that story. Beautiful. What a beautiful story. Um, very much like a lot of folklore, someone, or mythology, or religious texts, or whatever. Um, someone... The giver of life also giveth of their flesh and their body to keep life going on. Thank you, uh, martyrs. We really enjoy it. And I'm glad that I'm able to smoke tobacco and eat corn and all the other things that you provide. I'm sure it's more than just that. And the only way that we'll be able to keep doing it is by showing respects in, gener in, in generosity. Case in point, why I'm sitting here reading to you, not only for my own enjoyment and 
enjoying of storytelling, but to show respect to the people that have helped us and animals and spirits that have helped us get to this point right here, right now. So I appreciate that. Kudos. Keep it up. I will keep up my, uh, you know, what's it? Spreading the word. Gratification. Grateful. Gratitude. Yeah. I got you. Well, thank you for reading with fineness or listening to me while I was reading. I'll be here. All the episodes are going to be like 12 episodes now because these stories are a little longer. It's all right. Stick with me. Maybe they'll get a little better. Uh, today's the day. Go follow your dreams. You got this. Ba-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-